And now me and Brandon are being joined by Virginia Tech NFL Draft prospect, offensive tackle, Christian Derisaw. You can find him on Twitter at Big Dog Chris one How you doing today? Doing good. Yourself? Uh, I'm doing good. You know, we're doing this on a we're doing this on a Saturday morning. So I hoped for your sake that you would be the first person we interviewed, first draft prospect this we interviewed this year that wasn't just getting done with it with a practice or, a, yeah. or training, <laughs> and yeah. nothing's changed. So definitely the first. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Everyone's always just ending a practice, and I was like, it's Saturday morning. Hopefully for his sake, but no, another one. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, um, see, uh, I have a message for you. Not necessarily a question, yeah. but something that a uh, an, an unnamed source wanted me to say to you. Huh? Uh, the guys that live at 170 run the block is what I heard. <laughs> oh, man. Come on now. Don't need to get me started with that. <laughs> it's 155 on the way. <laughs> which one was it you, you gotta tell me now we're going you're gonna get us in trouble um <laughs> i mean it was, it was brock hoffman oh yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll handle that i'll be back to school like three weeks i'll talk to him about that one uh so is that just where you like the dorms y'all live in no it's actually uh a neighborhood and like this new it's new development and this house is down the strip, and we, we live on the same street. Like, we live right across from each other. And oh, I'm 155, okay. and he's 170. So, and we always <laughs> talked about that block room. Like, we run the block. Nah, we run the block. <laughs> I swear, like, half of the team lives on that same street. So, yeah. it's 155 all the way. Yeah, 155 all the way. <laughs> um, so, uh, moving on a little bit from that, we'll get into your time at Virginia Tech a little bit. But uh, for that, what has been uh, – I mean, you're just getting done with a workout. What has this pre-draft process been like since, with no combine or anything? What's the what's the prep been like for you? Uh, it's, been, it's been fun. I'm enjoying my time out here in uh, Pensacola. Um, with the com- without the combine, it gives us extra time to work on our 40s, getting stronger, getting healthier, and getting our bodies right for pro day, whatever that is everybody i know ours is march 26 and i'm gonna be able to do that originally if we had the combine i wasn't gonna be able to because i had surgery on my groin after the season so like it really helped in a, in a way for me mm-hmm. are you are you still able to like meet with teams or mean teams still, still able to like reach out to y'all or, or anything with no combine or anything yeah it's, it's like zooms now like how they did uh, last year so it's like okay. big zoom like they're big on zooms now uh, okay. All right. Um, man. All right. Uh, Brandon, you want to go with the next? Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned that you've been speaking with NFL teams. What's the weirdest thing that you've been asked? If you've been asked anything weird. I haven't been asked anything crazy. It's kind of like all the same, like deep party, blah, blah, blah. Like it's one like get to know you. I really feel like maybe later on, like in other zooms, I may get some, ask something weird, but right now, it's like we're just trying to get to know each other, see if I'm like the right fit for them. Just basic, just basic information, stuff like that. Yeah. Have you I, uh, have you been asked yet? Like, if you'd rather be a dog or a cat, which one would you be? Because I heard that's a very nah, question. Nah. 
I heard that's a very common question they ask. I will be the first one. Dog, dog or cat? Which one are you? Oh no, cat's smart. I'm just trying. I don't know. Dogs. That's hard. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's hard. The offensive offensive lineman, you kind of got to be a little bit of both. Right. That's what especially I'm saying. at a like, tackle. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like it's hard to pick. I don't know. You got the finesse of a cat. But then just being a bully like a dog, like it's it's a hard question. You got to think about that. Yeah, think about yeah. that. Get that ready for whenever <laughs> an NFL team asks you. They'll be impressed. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Got to bring in like a mix or something. Are you uh, a dog or a cat? Yes, that's <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, so I do want to talk a little bit before we get into Virginia Tech. I want to talk something that is I find super interesting. Um, the Fork Union Military Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, there, it's been it's something that I feel like not a lot of people know about, but there's been a ton of NFL talent: Anthony Casanza, Morgan Moses, Eddie George, all of them. Uh, with, wow, you didn't the, name Michael Thomas. Wow. Thomas. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Michael Thomas. Yeah. Uh, what can you tell us about your time at the Fork Union Military Academy? Uh, it, was, it was definitely different uh, coming out of high school and then transitioning into like a military prep school. It was different, like having to wear a uniform, sign your shoes every morning. You're marching, drilling. Uh, you have like your training. You had to run like two miles under a certain time. It's like, man, I ain't come here for this. I just want to play football. <laughs> but it was definitely different, and I, and I took some things away from it that I feel like it's helped me right now. So it, it, I enjoyed myself there. I have a quote from an article written about Fork Union uh, Military Academy. Uh, by it's from it's from bleach report and it's called last chance high but i want to read this one yeah. specific quote from it and it's at 5 15 p.m darisol yeah. waits in line for dinner in dorothy thomas and estes <laughs> dining hall a short walk from the football stadium he grabs his tray and silverware pours himself a glass of orange juice <laughs> and waits to see what's on tonight's menu he hopes for chicken fingers hell yeah no that i'm true? telling you that was the best meal like whenever, whenever we had those, I said that's a good day. Shoot. <laughs> I don't know about the orange juice, but yeah, 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 that that's definitely true though. The chicken fingers were like the go-to item on the menu. I'm telling you, with the barbecue sauce, man, hit. I I feel that at my, I remember in high school, like waiting. Uh, it, they switched one day, like all the food sucked, and then one day they're like, "All right, on Fridays now, we're gonna start ordering from Papa John's." So everybody got excited for, for yeah. We just, so every Friday we had Papa John's and everybody was like, "All right, Fridays are good. We can chill on Fridays." But every other day of the week sucked. It was and miserable. Our school lunches were hit in high school. <laughs> I'm jealous. But. I'm jealous. <laughs> Except for on Fridays, hey, we got Papa John's. That's all that matters. And then, uh, what was it that made you choose Virginia Tech ultimately? Um, like they were showing the most love and interest in me during my recruiting process. And like not knowing if I was going to qualify or not, like they 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 still offered me and had a plan for me, and I really like respect that. And I really didn't like try to fade away or go to like to a different school. Like just the loyalty part of everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, you Virginia Tech, ACC. Who was the toughest person you had to go up against in college? Oh, Brian Burns, uh, 2018 season. Mm-hmm. He definitely was the toughest. I like I was a fresh true freshman starting my first game going against him. Like I didn't know I didn't even know who he was until like 
I was watching commercials and I kept seeing them. I'm like, who the hell is this? And it was Brian Burns. I'm like, oh man, I'm in for a rude, rude awakening. You found out my first game. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it, ended up, it turned out well. I gave it one sack. But I was proud of my performance in my first game ever, like playing college. I, I mean, especially against Brian Burns. I mean, you can't ask for too much more. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what? He's like a 90 overall in Madden now. <laughs> that should. I mean, that should push you. You should start off. You should like send that to Madden. Tell him you should start off at like an 88 or something like that. Man, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be one of the best DNs in the league. He is already what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, how sad are you that you're gonna miss out on the NCAA college football game? Like uh, not being on the not being on the roster. I'm not really sad like now because I'm being on Madden now. Like that's uh-huh. that's you grew up. You like I, I want to be on Madden. Like, I would have been yeah. cool to be on college, but like since I'm I'm going to a league, like, I'm living out my dreams. So, mm-hmm. I'm being mad now. So, it really ain't too bad. Mm-hmm. Now, I can see if I was, like, getting a different job, I would have been pissed. <laughs> I mean, I could have been on college football telling my kids about this and everything. But um, Yeah, uh, so how would you describe your skill set to an NFL team? Um, Athletic, like an athletic tackle. Mm-hmm. I'm not your average stiff tackle that moves slow. I can get the point A to point B real quick. Um, strong in the run game, where there's power, gap, zone, I can do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I, I, th- I think it comes across in the film, but do you know, if, do you feel more comfortable in pass pro or, like, run blocking? Uh, this year, I, I definitely felt more comfortable in run, just going, like, straight <laughs> down hill, going at them. Um, mm-hmm. But that's what I'm working on now, like, more, like, pass, pass, uh, pass sets, just to get better at that, but I really wasn't uncomfortable when we had the pass. Which NFL players would you say, like, you model your game after? It could be defense, uh, offensive tackle, or it could be, like, someone that plays a different position. Uh, I'd probably say Quentin Nelson or uh, Trent, Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, just their, their, their play style. They're aggressive. Um, they're going to talk. They're going to talk. They talk. And they get it done. They get the job done, like, like every week in and week out. Like, and that's how I feel like I am, like. I'm just going to be dominant on the field. I'm going to talk about it. And, hey, we're going to have fun while we're doing it. You, you talk a lot of trash when you're on the field? Oh, yeah, sometimes. Like, sometimes they be trying to talk like talk trash. I'm like, you ain't doing nothing all game. <laughs> I don't need to come over here talking that. You ever get someone legitimately pissed off at you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you can get in their heads easily. Yeah, <laughs> like, I want to I know from someone who, like, talks trash on the field – is are people like making a more big like a bigger deal out of like Chauncey Gardner Johnson getting all these people to punch him? Like, is it really that hard to get someone to that edge? I really feel like it is. Like, uh-huh. you really gotta be doing something like reckless <laughs> or saying something to get somebody like to start throwing punches. So yeah, I, I definitely think it is. <laughs> and, oh uh, man, one of the things you do that I really like is that in the screen game, you kill it. Um, <laughs> And for a lot of people, that's kind of like, it's a very hard thing to get the timing down and the execution of screenplays. Right. What was it like for you to just kind of get to that level of being a dominant screen player? Uh, So like in practice, we'll have like a whole period just for screens. And like, we'll go through different looks, whether the safety's coming here, here. And I really felt that that prepared me and everybody, like all of us for the games. Like our Thursday script, we have another screen drill for every look that we'll see. And then when you get to the game, it's like, 
all right, if he does this, you can just do this. Like, it made it easier for us during practice. No, if you remember this specifically, but it was a it was a screen against Boston College. Yeah. Um, and you blocked some. I can't. I don't even know whose number it is, but you blocked him like three times in one play. <laughs> yeah, 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 I definitely remember that one. <laughs> I'd be yeah. so pissed if I was a defender just <laughs> getting I, wrecked I definitely that one. The touchdown right behind me. That's the best <laughs> feeling. I'd be so yeah. pissed if I'm just trying to defend a screener and oh, I'm pushing me all the way down. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had to finish that block. Um. All right. So I want to like a, a, a little bit of a game. I want you to rank these five offensive linemen in the NFL. Like, it's gonna be give you five of them. And I want you to rank. Like, they're all obviously great, but it's a big. It's a big debate i see a lot on twitter and i want to know something from straight from an offensive lineman uh ronnie stanley these are all tackles by the way ronnie stanley david bakhtari mitchell swartz ryan ramchek and laramie tunzel man i'm going david david for number one mm-hmm. i like i love how david plays um then i'm going Ron, ronald ronald stanley mm. Maybe Tunsil at three. I'm gonna put okay. Tunsil at three. And what were the last two? It was um, Mitchell, Mitchell Schwartz, Schwartz and, and Ryan. Yeah, Mitchell Schwartz and Ryan Ramchuk. Ryan Ramchuk and then Mitchell. That's a solid, solid list. Yeah. Well, yeah, David definitely won for me. Like he get it done. I love every combine when they show his uh, they show like his like mirror drill, mm-hmm. and just how he demolished it in every way. Yeah, he's only like six four, I think. Yeah, he, he's not, he, he's a huge dude, but not compared right. to some guys that are out there. Right, exactly. Um, is there anybody that's not on that list that you think kind of deserves more respect and should have their name out there? I know you mentioned like being a Trent Williams fan. Oh uh, yeah, definitely Trent, but like he had that year off. Yeah, and I feel like he's he's getting back to that top five offensive tackle in the league. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. Man. Another one that comes to mind for me is Tron Armstead. Should be up there. Yeah, yeah, from the Saints. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely should. Uh Uh, I know a few rookies who are going to be up there, though. Back then, I like Beckman, Um, Jedrick, those two guys. I like them. Monsters. Um, No no Andrew Thomas, unfortunately. (laughs) Andrew (laughs) Thomas, yeah, yeah. He, He started off slow, but he picked it back up. He better pick yeah. it back up. Giant thing. <laughs> he better pick it back up. <laughs> All right. Um, and I want you to – okay, so you're going to rank – it's a different top five, but you're going to rank these these five. It's five rappers. All right. Oh, man. Uh, all right. So we got Lil Dirt. We got we got Lil Baby. Meek Mill. Uzi Vert. And then Terrell Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, how you gonna, how you gonna throw Terrell Edmonds in there like that? Man, I can't go. I'm a, we hokies, so I can't put him at the bottom. Real money, me, real, real money. Do you have you listened to Re, We Ride yet? I'm put. I'm put Rel. I'm put Rel at but Rel at four. You gotta put him at four just yeah, to yeah, yeah, show four. a little respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are gonna put Meek at five, and then Uzi. At, we're gonna go Uzi at three. Damn man, y'all got me on this one, Dirk and Baby. Cause Dirk, 
Dirk been hot right now. Like he ain't missed yet. Baby ain't missed yet either. I'm gonna go yeah. baby then Dirk. All right, so, that's respectable. So, yeah, yeah. Baby Dirk, Rel, Uzi, and then uh Meek Mill. <laughs> and then um <laughs> just throughout your college career, do you have a favorite on field moment? Uh running out that stadium, like Lane Stadium, especially during the night game. Mm-hmm. Sold out, packed out. It's just, it's just give you a juice. Like you gotta go out here and ball. That was definitely it? like I was, really, I was just going to say, how does it feel? How did it feel winning the Commonwealth Cup again this year after losing last year at home? Uh, definitely, yeah, it definitely took a hit on us last year because we had the chance to go to the Orange Bowl, but all we had to do was win that game. And we did. We came up short, and those was on our minds all year. At first, we had them the first game of the season, and we was really, like, waiting on that, but COVID hit us bad, so we had to wait to the end. But we got our payback, and we got the cup back where it belongs. We're gonna have it here for the next few years again. Yeah, um, I was I've I've told this story before, but uh given that you're an O lineman, I thought you might like to hear my experience when I had to play O line at one point. Cause you can look uh, at me. I'm not a big dude. Right. Uh, um five at the time I was like 5'11, 185, and uh I was playing and we had it was like a scrimmage, so we had six O linemen. Uh one got hurt, so we were down to five. One guy gets off the field, uh, like he wanted to take a breather. And the rule is, if you come off the field, you got to stay off for a play. Right. Uh, so I'm standing next to the head coach and our team captain is the starting tight end. And he, head coach tells the tight end to go on the field. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Um, he's like, I'm a tight end. I don't play O-line. So I was like, I'll do it. And so I had to step in at guard. Right. So I go in at right guard. I, li- I have no idea what's going on. Um, but I step in at right guard. The detail, the, the uh, D tackle is not head up with me, but he sees me line up and he <laughs> shifts to be head up with me. The linebacker lines up right behind him, and I'm like, Dear Lord, just like, please, like, oh, man. I'm like, the play's going to the left, just please, just, just let me make it through here. And the linebacker's right behind the lineman, and he goes, You see how little he is. Cause he's a little bitch. You better baby him. And I was like, I was like, oh my god! I was like, what the hell? I was like, I'm coming in for one play just to like do a favor, and I'm just oh. getting shit talk at me right here. And hey. it was, I didn't win the rep. I can I can say that. I can say that. And then uh, we had another play where the left oh, tackle got hurt for a second, so I had to step in there. And I don't know how to pass protect or anything. Um, yeah. Needless to say, it was third down. And our quarterback got hit on his blind side immediately. Uh, <laughs> I, I I did not do a good job either time that Man. I had to step in there. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> I was just trying to be a good teammate. That's that's, that's all I was trying to do. Damn. <laughs> oh man, I love that story so much. It's that's crazy. Hilarious. Um, but do, do you have a favorite off the field moment from your time at at, at VT? Uh, off the field, uh, not really, because um, I usually do the same thing. I just hang with my boys. Mm-hmm. I really don't be doing too much. So, yeah, it's just you know running the block, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the first. Yeah, yeah, you run the block. You know, but, uh, I guess they were running it right now since I'm in Florida. But when I get back, I'll, I'll claim it back. You ever play uh, GTA San Andreas? San Andreas. Probably not. So my mom, she 
Look, I have Vice City, and she caught me playing it, and she took the whole PlayStation 2. Like, I ain't, <laughs> like, I was in big trouble playing that, but, yeah. Like, my That's first great. GTA was really, like, GTA 5. I was gonna say you guys remind me of like uh Grove Street and like the ball yeah. is how they just like game more on the same block. Yeah. Um, do you have a favorite like Justin Fuente story that you can share? That that you can share because we often get like I can't say that kind of stories. <laughs> yeah, I do got a favorite one that I can't say, but man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ain't even gonna speak on it. But I do got some. <laughs> so Oh man. Um, do you have any, like, are you, are you working towards like what you're going to be doing whenever you're not on the like non-football plans uh, and like stuff setting up for after football? Well, so I want to get into real estate, but I really haven't like done any of that right. Like yet like, my agent and stuff knows all that. So we're going to start working on that year one. And then I want to start a charity for like children and poverty. So like, we're starting to work on that, get that thing started. So when I had my first year in the league, I had everything up and running. That's really like the two biggest things that I got planned for the future. Yeah, real estate's a very common uh, common plan for a lot of athletes. Like we had, oh, yeah. uh, and it's smart. Who was it? Sure. We had we had last week. We had someone that said it. Was it pro? It was Tony Tony Fields. Uh, Tony Fields said that he's going to get into real estate. Uh, yeah. I know if you've ever seen like GQ started doing a. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's GQ started doing like how I spent my first million in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Austin Eckler spent like a ton on real estate. He's like, he's like, my mom's a real estate agent in Colorado. So I just like, I got her to just like set me up and we got a bunch of properties and it's just like planning the time. And it's a fantastic strategy. So it's like a great idea. Yeah. yeah, Well, thanks for coming by, man. Uh, Have fun rest of your day. If you have another training or anything like that, or whatever you got planned the rest of the day. Um, And hopefully uh, we hear your name called early. For sure. All right, man. Well, thank you. Good luck. And uh, have a great one. Uh, appreciate y'all.